Welcome to Extra Points with your host, Cousin Sal, and his pals, Dave Damashek and Charlotte Wilder. All right, welcome to Extra Points, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal here with my good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Charlotte Wilder. It's a Wednesday day. Usually this is a day we don't have a lot going on, but very, very big day for me. Uh, very positive results. We had to run a poll. You know, we've been talking about America's team, Dave. You couldn't leave well enough alone. The Dallas Cowboys have been America's team since we were born. But no, you sought out to change that. Right. Or wrong. Sought out to change it. I have changed it. We're in the process of changing it. Charlotte has weighed in. She says Jacksonville Jaguars. Talked to Chris Long earlier in the week, who I, uh, the reason we did started all this is because in 2017, I said the Eagles are now America's team. He has generously signed off on changing who America's team is now for 2020. He votes for Washington. Oh. What? I don't well, know. Would, I don't in, know. In, in some ways, that would make sense. In, in some, uh, some no, ways. No, it doesn't. No? That's a terrible idea. I, Chris, I love you, but you're wrong, man. That's not, no. I mean, if you want to say in terms of being reflective of America, in terms of like a total garbage fire for decades, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's but his like, point. He's being a wise ass. And I don't care for oh, that either. But I felt obliged uh, to name drop there and mention guys, it. Guys, I have a new entry, though, because after we tweeted that poll out or Sal tweeted that poll out, which is not fair because his demographic skews to mm-hmm. Cowboys fans. Oh, I, I, I'm mm-hmm. sure. Oh, I don't mm-hmm. think so. Okay, well. We'll, we we'll get to the results. I don't even know the results. I mean, I, I, the Cowboys could have lost for all I know, but we'll, we'll have I, Jim read it. Yeah. I just want to say, I think that we should have included the Packers. I feel yeah. really bad. A lot of people were really upset. And the more I thought about it, the more I was like, in idealistic terms, yeah, I kind of want the Packers to be America's team. They're, you know, they're mm. fan owned. They've got power to the people. I like, I like what Aaron Rodgers does. I think they're kind of fun. I've always had a soft spot. So I might. I might change my answer. You know, what's interesting. My wife, who doesn't care about anything I, I do with the sports or anything, I was going <laughs> over this with the America. I must, must have blurted out. I'm like, oh, I was uh, reading the poll results and everything. And I was like, oh, America's team. And she's like, oh, the Packers are America's team. She grew up in Milwaukee. And I said, no, no, they're not. She's like, yeah, yeah. Ever since I was little, I've been hearing the Packers are America's team. Had anyone ever heard that even? that they're, I that, think I had. You had? It makes yeah. sense, Charlotte, with the American born Americans own it and uh, own the team and everything else. Uh, cheese, Dairyland. They beer, have a great. I don't know. Yeah, oh, they yeah. have a great yeah, case. The yeah, the beer and brats. What's not to love about it? Of course, uh, the uniforms are great. Um, I do feel, though. But yeah, by, by the way, Green Bay, their title town. Pittsburgh is the city of champions. Boston. You know what? You're here to represent them, Charlotte. You come up with a new name for that town. These names have already been claimed. We are we are strongly on this show against repurposing already assigned nicknames. You cannot just it, it, cavalierly say, look, we're now uh, City of Champions. That is not a moving title. Uh, America's team is a moving title. No, no, no. Well, wait, is Green Bay title town? Yes, they named themselves title town. And Pittsburgh. Charlotte, you guys could be uh, Sweet Caroline City or something. That's no, no, nice. No, no, I got it. I what got it. it. Um, duck Boat Nation. <laughs> okay. I mean, because I always have the parade on the duck boats. Yeah. I've done you know the, the duck boats. I've done the, just, done the duck boats. Have yeah. you? They're right. wildly unsafe. Did you know that? Uh, like, yes. There are more yes. duck boat accidents per vehicle than like anything else. When yeah. you're on there, you, you feel that way. And then you think, well, I don't read a lot about. Uh, 
duck boat uh, tragedies, but there must it just oh, doesn't seem like it should work. I can send you all the links. I have a collection of duck boat tragedies. Please do. Yeah, that's what the good. town should be called. Duck boat tragedy. That's right. my band name. They should build that. a giant statue of the late Bill Buckner. And uh, that's the last stop on the duck boat tour. It just goes right through <laughs> his on, legs Dave. so you can feel I like, like that. Uh, like oh, you, that's good. You that's can a really relate good to everything. Idea. Listen, I get I, I love the spirit of what Charlotte's saying with the Packers or uh, or uh, or your wife, Sal, or both. Mm-hmm. I get it. I feel and a lot of people are hitting me up. What about the Steelers? I thought you're. Yes, that this is front running. Uh, if it's if we make it the Cowboys, Steelers, well, yeah, they're all good. We're we're just jumping on late to an already successful brand. I feel well, <laughs> that we need. I feel we need. I need feel like a rising, a rising force in pro football. You understand? Then we can all feel like we're a part of it a little bit. But like, is that your only argument for the Bills? I feel bad that I was so vehemently against them last time. People did not like that. So I I want to hear you out. But like, is your only argument that Josh Allen is fun and the Bills are going to be good and they have red, white, and blue uniforms? Yeah. yeah well, 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 worry. You Busted. know what? You Hold know on, what? Let's clap for that. I like okay. that. I Thank like you. That. She took Jason she Garrett. would have been a great trial lawyer. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not all it comes down to. But what else then? It, I, what I'm trying to avoid is everybody doing this this nonsense of front running that that uh, people do way too often already, and just jumping on an already good team there. Like I said, for for Steelers fans out there who are who are flabbergasted and put off by by me saying some other team, the, the Steelers are not America's team; they are America's dynasty, the most All beloved right. dynasty, in, oh my in a, God. the most beloved up. Uh, the most beloved dynasty in American sports history. Talk and about I, I, resting on your laurels. You're you're looking back 40, 50 years. Why don't we change that? America's I'm just telling dynasty. you that the who I, I the I, Patriots I, are America's dynasty. If you want to go, if you want to do a more updated thing, but why no, would you no, even bring that up? Nobody wants just, to hear that. See, you're you're a transactional bottom line numbers guy. What, what? I'm doing? I'm talking about the I'm talking about the spiritual sound. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. All right. I don't care who is. Who, what dynasty in American sports history is more, more or less likable? There's going to be plenty of hate directed at any dynasty for obvious reasons. Least likable, most likable. The Patriots <laughs> are the 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 Yankees or the 21st century Patriots are the most hateable dynasties. The 70 Steelers are are at least in the conversation for the most beloved, right? And that's well, an inarguable point, I would think. We could we could yell and we could it could be an inarguable and we could argue it over and over or we could just read the results. We put it up to the fans. Twitter's never usually wrong about these things. Um Jimmy Kimmel, my cousin is going to come on and he'll have something to say about this, I'm sure. Mm. Uh after hosting the Emmys, this is what he looked forward to more than anything. I'm sorry, he tried <laughs> to fit this in the Emmy presentation, but it didn't it didn't work. I ran out of time. Um, Jim Cunningham, you have the results from this Twitter poll, which, by the way, was initiated by Damashek, and I waited for him because I knew this was going to be the thing. Like, oh, it's coming from your account, so it's going to be all Cowboys fans. Well, Damashek wanted this idea. I gave him a couple hours. He didn't put the poll up, so I did. Jim, what did what did America say? With 39.9% of the vote, the Dallas Cowboys are America's team. All right. There you go. Now there were four That's options. That's just recency bias. That's just because people have it in their heads that they're like, oh, what slogan? It's like a Jeopardy question. What's, you know, no, this slogan no, no. is attached no. to a Here's, here's why it's not recency bias. Hold on. Okay, Jim, read the rest of the, uh, read the remainder of the results, and I'll tell you why. In this is second than you think. place, the Buffalo Bills with 31.3%. Surprised by this. I was surprised. People are picking up what I'm head. laying down. That's all. They get it. 
All right. Well, if they get it, then Cowboys are the winner. They either they get it or they don't. All right, go ahead. Who else? Where? Steelers and Patriots are on there. They got it, Dave. The Patriots are third with 17.4%. And? And in dead last, the Pittsburgh Steelers, Yeah. 11.4%. That's a shame. Well, you guys tried. It was a good effort. I, I already explained why we're not eligible. Why and I will we and us uh, the crap out of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes, yeah, we, we do not want to be called America's team. Too pedestrian. Now here's the thing. <clears throat> I took into account that it was coming from my account, and so I put the Steelers first because the psychology of voting in a poll is uh, you hit whatever jumps out at you first. So I was like, all right, I don't want to hear. Is Dave. that true? Uh, I don't know. I might have made it up, but I, it does seem like if something you, the first thing you see is what you're going to jump on in a lot of these cases. Nobody has time to read uh, the choices. So I put the Steelers first and still, still, they came in dead last, Dave. Well, Sorry. I, mean, I, I want to be honest. I did vote for the Pats. You did? That's fine. It, well, it, it felt like I had to. I, I was like, I mean, honestly, if we're talking about mm-hmm. like who really is America's team, right? It's really the Patriots. They've been the best, most consistently. They are red, white, and oh, blue. No. They're called the Patriots. Like, come on, if we're doing this, like that's the truth. No one wants to hear that. So I'll back the Packers as a woman of the people. Wow. Right. I mean, that talk about we we say Chris Long is cynical with Washington and the reasons behind that and everything else. How cynical? What what a statement you're making about our society, Charlotte. I'm not oh, so cynical. it's okay. Win however however you can. You know, videotapes oh, and not, inflations and all. We have to respect start. the poll. Don't let the poll tear us apart, guys. It is no, what right. it is. It, it, Dallas is on top. I'm not cynical. I'm snarky. Let me, oh, that's <laughs> right. True. That's so true. But, She's but, lilting. Wait a minute. I was no, just going to say, I, right, yes. Um, that's the counter. The yin to Charlotte's yang is but the But, Dave, can we lab. agree uh, seriously for a second? We're okay, real okay. seriously. Let's like be Patriots serious. have the, the Patriots have their fans, obviously. Very strong fan base, Steelers, Cowboys too. It has to be based, I think, on outside forces. How many fans outside the state of uh, or the New England region or Pittsburgh or Dallas root for these teams? And that's why I think Dallas is still on top. Jersey sales show that uh, Dak, Zeke, first of all, Dak, Zeke, great names for a team right there. Dak, Zeke, okay. CD, those are three of the top 25 jerseys right there. They travel well, the fans. I know your Steelers fans travel well, too. Um, America's team, Jerry Jones, look what capitalism, look what he's done with that stadium. It's ridiculous. It's grand. It's what makes America great before, again, and now. Dallas Cowboys, America's team. Come on. I mean, okay. In terms of fans outside of the region, yes, that's a compelling argument. That's got to be it. That's got to have something to do with it, are, right? Are you kidding me? I mean, I, 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 Jersey sales or whatever. I I don't know how to. I I hear you about if Dak sells more jerseys than than the Steelers QB and and, and whatever. But I mean. You know, anecdotally, I've gone to stadiums all over the country. It's insane. I went to the Chargers game in Los Angeles. Oh, the Chargers game. Oh, come on, Dave. The Chargers have no home fans. It was 97% terrible towels. The place was consumed. Phil Rivers, you couldn't couldn't see because he was was buried under a pile of golden towels. Let me just say something to you. (laughs) If If I can be serious for a moment. You I don't know if you can. You now, can try. Can you? Yeah. You understand? You can call yourself America's team all you want. I mean, there's no dignity in in anointing yourselves that. Do you know who the Steelers are named after? 
They're named after the heroes from the mid 20th century. Remington before- Steel. Oh, Bornstein. I'm, I, I've already told you, Sal, this isn't the Olympics and I'm, oh, not, right. I'm not here to compete. I always now, can that. I please continue? Sure. Okay. Yeah. The Steelers are named after the mid-century heroes who went into the mills and out came the product, the steel used to forge the tanks and the ships and the artillery that <laughs> defeated the Nazi scourge. If you don't like the Pittsburgh Steelers, you don't like freedom. Go ask Mussolini about it if that's what you want to do. Jesus. Right. Do you like wow. freedom? Do you like America? Then the Steelers are the way to go. But that's a, that's a dynasty. We're talking about right now. Have give me a minute. Mussolini Let me go ask Mussolini. Give me, give me on one my extra points bingo card for today. I love it. <laughs> it's true. He just pops up every now and then. It's it's weird like, how he Whoa, does it. Mussolini? What? Okay. The Steelers fans travel well because they're trying to get the hell out of Pittsburgh. That's uh, why, honestly, no, I'm not. And, and it's, it has nothing to do. Uh, no, it has a lot to do with this city. But no, uh, if a cold weather city, why wouldn't they make the trip? This is their annual trip. Hey. Honey, we're taking the kids. We're going to L.A. We're going to see them play the Chargers because it's um, December and we have to get the hell out of here for a weekend. We're freezing. We've had three snowstorms in the last four weekends. That's part of it. I'm sorry. It is. You don't get that with Dallas. Yeah. I mean, listen, there was a there was a philosophical, spiritual choice to be made by all football fans of a certain age a Mm. couple few decades ago. And you could go with, you could get distracted like a child by like, oh, that team has a star on its hat. And look at their fancy silver and blue uniforms. Who oh, talks they, like that? They, they line up in the shotgun and, oh, they do all that silliness. So they stand up together at the line of scrimmage. It's so neat to look at. Is this your Mussolini impression? Oh, they even, yeah. there's a whole TV show now named after it. And in the opening credits of this TV show, <laughs> we even see their stadium. Oh, it's so great. Listen, or you could go you talking with, about hard knocks. You could go with the grit <laughs> and the brawn. Might is right. The steel curtain represents America. Wait, Dave, you are all over the place, man. Are you, so now are you saying that the Steelers are America's team? Uh, or are you just saying that everybody should like them? All right. Yeah, to, I don't know. To I review. What are we talking about? To review person who, if, uh, if not today, a couple of days ago, thought that we should get behind a team that wears teal and black. That's America's team, Gardner Minshew, notwithstanding. No, the Steelers again. They are America's dynasty. Like They're America's dynasty. Haymakers. I know. You're angry, is. man. Should we talk this out? Like, what are you projecting? What's going on? No, I, we could talk it out, or we could just look at the polls. That, that's that's uh, okay. so much easier. It's just so much easier do to that. do it that Let's way. Let's do that. Dave, also, Cowboys, the 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 quarterback position, right? There's nothing more uh, coveted, right? A couple of gaps in there, a little bit. The Gary Hogabooms in there, but for the most part, Staubach to Danny White to Troy Aikman to Tony Romo. These are legendary figures. This is good. You, I, you I know, you. not you have a bunch of Bubby Bristers in there. I'm sorry, and even big men. Not, maybe not the greatest guy. Sorry. Well, okay, twelve and seven though are a nice little uh, hammock for Bubby to hang on. Provide a twelve nice- and seven. <laughs> um, All right. I mean, if you're having that argument, the, the yeah. maybe the greatest position group for one organization in a North American sports in the last 50 years is the Packers. I think you go, I mean, you go Bart mm. Starr, yeah. Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, and then the Niners, obviously Montana. Um, yeah. And uh, I Young mean, and- Drew Bledsoe, Tom Brady. Pretty good. 
Chandler. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Please Actually, mention Tony. You got to mention Champagne Tony Eason too. There you got. He's got to be. Oh, let me just say uh, back to Tony Romo. Uh, Charlotte made a, a potentially career-ending mistake there, showing you, you brought up a gif of uh, Tony Romo fumbling a ball, a dear, dear friend of mine, mm. and you posted it on Twitter in response to someone's response saying, yeah, of course, it's the Cowboys, and I shuddered. I, I'll tell you what, I, I think I liked it by accident, Charlotte. I meant to hit on follow. I'm so sorry. I didn't know this would, this oh, would hit so hard. Oh, this is bad. I mean, I, I think... Uh, you're now disinvited to the extra point. We're not having a Christmas party. We were going to have a Halloween party at my house. Can I uh, still be on the podcast, though? I think you can be on the podcast, but you're not okay. coming to the party. And I invited like That's 300, fine. 350 people. It's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> Indulge uh, me because party. I'm assuming. Yeah. Well, are we, you actually good friends with Tony Romo? We are. We vacation together. Jimmy can convert. Okay, well, now convert. I feel bad. Tell Tony I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you tell him It was him the yourself. first gift that came up. Okay, have Tony on the podcast. Tony's listening right, right now. I, in yeah. fact, you know what I'd like to Tony, hear? Tony, I'm sorry. <laughs> but sad. I'm sorry, too. It's going to be a great Halloween party. You're going to be here. <gasps> I'm so sad. I, you got to weigh in now, Sal. But but yeah. I, I, I have to beg you, please, no jive. Yeah. Uh, you know, the no jive policy must apply here. Your friendship notwithstanding. Mm. Rank rank the Dallas Cowboys quarterbacks one two three. Uh, I'm I, honestly I well what do you, what do you go by? I, I didn't see. Stahl I don't know. What do ton. you go by? I go by well, who has all the records? Um, for one, um, he brought me great joy despite not winning a championship or anything. He was the niftiest no of all the quarterbacks. No way. You're put, not, there's uh, no way. Tony? I put TR. Tony? I put number nine at, at the one <laughs> position. I put Roger the Dodger at two and Troy Aikman three. That's fine. <laughs> all right. Well, you put, well, who do you put? Do you put Bradshaw first? Bradshaw's probably third best Steelers quarterback. <laughs> no, I think I think by a whisker, I would actually put number seven ahead a whisker. of number 12. That's right. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I go bushy beard. Yeah. I go Matt Castle, Jimmy <laughs> Garoppolo, Jarrett Stidham for sure. <laughs> Rohan Davey. Was- yeah. Remember Matt Castle? Somehow sure. they he was 10 and 6 with the Patriots, which uh, to me signifies that they're cheating more than anything. I think he was uh, I think but, he was actually Matt, 11 and 5. I was think that, he really? I, I He was 11 and 5. I say wow. that all the time and uh, to the chagrin of Patriots fans, but I don't really hear much of the argument that they have in pushback is isn't not isn't the most damning uh thing in Tom Brady's sort of argument which I agree with is the is the greatest quarterback of all time. The mm-hmm. the greatest dent in that is not Eli Manning or Nick Foles or or anyone else. It is in fact Matt Castle's eleven win season. Yeah, it, you could plug in a league average, if not subpar, quarterback and still get the double digits. Who does right. that really say is the is the key fa- factor in the the Patriots twenty first well, century dynasty? I feel okay. like. Do oh. you want me to? Do you want me to take this bait? I mean, I'd yeah, like yeah, you take to. The sure, take please. The bait. Yeah. If it's gonna upset you, yes. Real quick, you can have Belichick as an unbelievable coach. Mm-hmm. Two things can be true. He can coach he can coach guys like Matt Castle to victories more than losses. Great. Tom Brady steps up. Tom Brady, when he's in the pocket for us, I was like, we're going to be fine. We're going to win this game because you know what? We usually did. When it came down to the wire, when it was time to come back, you know, 28 to three, when it was time to do all of these insane things, Mm -hmm. he steered the ship and he did it. And he had a lot of help. I'm not saying he did it by himself, but to say that he didn't have anything to do with it. And Matt Castle could have done all those same things or that that is a, that is a ding in his armor. It's like, come on. No. 28 to three was Brady's Super Bowl. 
The Seahawks win was Brady Super. I, I I do I did try to do this. I try to break up which one was Belichick's, which one was Brady's. Most of them are uh, combined. Hmm. But yes, I think uh, if you look at it that way, I, I think Charlotte's right. Yeah, well, uh, it's it's the end and the end. Brady's no Romo. No one ever I mean, says that. Can we click that? Can we clip that on Twitter? <laughs> just I think Charlotte's right. No. Can we just get that for posterity. Yeah, yeah, you could. You know, you know what? Yeah, we'll clip it and you could play it over and over when you're home on Halloween Eve uh, and everyone else there is partying. <laughs> no, um, I don't think Matt Castle. But for the record, I don't think Matt Castle wins six Super Bowls if he is the starter oh, at, at the at the dawn right. of the millennium. I'm just saying it does kind of dent Tom Brady's deeds a little bit that some scrub went in there and won 11 games immediately. Let's, uh, well, I feel like we've put this to rest with the poll. We don't need to discuss it again. But if anyone out there does feel like they want to weigh in, we're at the extra points gang at gmail.com. The extra points gang at gmail.com. Don't get tripped up by the two E's, T H E E X T R A P, and then all the rest. So, all right, we solved that. I feel like we could solve everything. The problem is, in a way, Patriots are America's team because, like, their owner is best friends with the president. I don't know. I don't know how we oh, get beyond. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't no. like that, Charlotte? Oh, right. no, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Oh my god. Uh, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna post a GIF of uh, the president dropping a football or something. Please, um, I would like that. We're gonna have uh, Jimmy Kimmel on. He hosted the Emmys. Um, Sunday night, and he's back on his show, Jimmy Kimmel Live, 11.35 Eastern on uh, ABC. Hi, guys. There he is joining us right now. Wow, relaxing. Uh, Host of the 2020 Emmys, Jimmy Kimmel Live. (laughs) No, that's great. My One of my favorite cousins in the world, Jimmy Kimmel. Thanks for coming on (laughs) Extra Points. How's it going? What are you guys talking about? Well, we're talking nonsense. We just got over America's team. We discussed America's team and Dave wants to change things, even though since we were all very, very young, it's been the Dallas Cowboys. And I don't think there's a a reason to alter that, but he wanted to put it to a poll. And guess what? America thinks Dallas is still America's team. Oh, well, I wonder what team Dave wanted to change it oh, to. Oh, I guess what? Big surprise for you, Kimmel. It isn't the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, uh, <laughs> and by the way, your cousin is a bad actor because he just announced into a microphone that is recording his words. He just said the greatest Dallas Cowboys quarterback of all time is Tony Romo. That's right. Come on. Come well, on. I go, I go by who has the records. That's all. I don't know. He has all the <laughs> records. Just all of them. I, I agree with Sal. <laughs> Thank you. Jimmy, yeah. who would Dave is actually making a push for the Buffalo Bills mm-hmm. as America's team. I feel nice. like a lot of America should be in, able to name a player on the Bills. People <laughs> should buy their jerseys. Uh, Maybe Bills they should fans. have won some things. <laughs> yeah. Thank yeah. you. Dave's only argument. Jimmy, Dave's only argument is that they have America's colors, red, white, and blue. Like, okay, cool. And Josh Allen is fun. Yeah, That's their quarterback is one. Are you saying that Dave is overly focused on the uniform colors? <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe yeah. that for one moment. It's shocking, I know. <laughs> Dave, but, you'd think yeah. you would dress better for a guy that is so. I don't know what the, I, 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 know, I don't know what this what that attack is about. Unso- unsolicited and unnecessary. <laughs> it's like wow. a cartoon cartoon voiceover session all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a like the mailman showed up at the door and the dog went crazy. I wish Jennifer Aniston hadn't put that fire out at your feet now the way you talk. Outrageous. 
Let's talk about that. Let's switch gears. Okay, so now we all agree again the Cowboys should be America's team. And by the way, if it's the Bills, the Cowboys own the Bills. They beat them in two Super Bowls handily. Like, I, I don't know. This, it's, Wait it a minute. I'm starting to understand Dave's point of view You are? Here. America used to be this winning country. Yeah. You know, and maybe you're saying that things have gone <laughs> so poorly, we better identify <laughs> with the perpetual loser uh, in Buffalo. That's yes. A, yes, that's what I'm getting at. And the hope, that's what I'm t- talk about where we stand in 2020 as a nation. We need so, the, we need the, 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 the good people of Buffalo haven't lost hope despite the heartbreaking one after the other, after the other, they never <clears> won anything. It's nice. Oh, it's a on, message man. for the rest of us. Anybody that moved to Buffalo lost hope like 40 years ago. Let's be <laughs> uh, they they lost brain cells too. They're jumping through tables in the, uh, in the parking lot. Like, I, don't, I don't know. That's right. Oh well, uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Sorry. I derailed. No, that's part. okay. No, uh, no, this is just going to go on and on and on with America's team stuff. But, uh, <laughs> as, uh, Dave pointed out, great job, Jimmy hosting the Emmys. I thought the, uh, monologue was funny. I thought that was a great device showing the audience and you tricked a few people thinking that it was a packed house. You had cutaways of John Hamm and Meryl Streep and the like, and uh, Norman Lear. And then people <laughs> lashed out at you on Twitter. You played some of these on your show. Um, they they fell for it, and then they uh, they uh, they they were all over you for it. I imagine they apologized afterwards after they realized they were wrong. Right. That's the funny thing is not a single one of those people <clears throat> who jumped on Twitter to say, "Oh, you Hollywood elites." Right. Tell us to wear a mask and the blah, blah, all this stuff. Not one of them. Like, I mean, really, it only went on for like four and a half minutes. Not one of them then went, oh, boy, you know, I, oh, don't be me. I, uh, you got me. Nothing yeah. like that. Sorry about that. They That's just weird. Left right there. I don't know if they tuned out and and gave up or what. (laughs) Have you ever been, has anyone here in all of our four little boxes ever been apologized to on Twitter? (laughs) I don't think Um, so. Yeah, probably, but it doesn't happen much. It doesn't happen. It's pretty rare. Yeah. Yeah, very rare. I'm waiting waiting for Dave to apologize to me about this America's team thing. I think that's probably coming sometime (laughs) today. Oh, settle in. You got a long wait coming, friend. Um, (laughs) Meantime, Jimmy, I really did feel like um, that the that the cut to the people at their homes, not as much the the Shit's Creek gang. That that was a nice thing that they all uh, were together for that. But I thought the people in their homes and everything was super charming stuff. Um, although, where did you come down on on the actors and otherwise from the UK? Now, they can't wake up to see if they won an Emmy. It's, okay, I know it's two thirty in the morning. But that, that one guy from Succession had that creepy setup with the four people behind him. But Jeremy Irons, too good to show up. How say you? Well, yeah, I do think Jeremy Irons is too good to show up. But, yeah, <laughs> you know, here's the thing. Uh, Helena Bonham Carter, I think, was the favorite in her category. Yeah. She was there, and she was – it's funny because some of them had the cameras on for hours before the show started. And she was like – she took, like, a long nap in front of the cameras, which <laughs> – we were all watching <laughs> her sleep on the on the couch, waiting for the Emmys to start. But it was the middle of the night. I think that for um, the people who felt they had a good shot at winning, they probably showed up. And yeah. if they didn't, they're like, I'm not staying up all night. I don't know when my category is going to be just to <clears throat> get hair and makeup up just to lose the Emmy. No, thank you. So they, they opted out. That's so weird. Tracy Ullman um, let us know that she wasn't going to be 
up and waiting. And so we asked Tracy Morgan to pop. <laughs> I love that. That was great. That was uh, that was one of the things that could have gone sideways and, and didn't. Tracy came through. One of the things that all, really almost was catastrophic was you and Jennifer Aniston, um, you were trying to make the envelope. What What's the word I'm using? I don't know why I can't think of a sanitize the envelope. And in yes. doing so, you had to light it on fire. Uh, this know, is the envelope that has the name of the winner of uh, whatever um, uh, award you were presenting. And it got a little too hot, that fire. And I just imagine, I was like, oh, this is great. And I could see some overzealous producer was probably about three seconds away from coming in with a fire extinguisher and kind of, kind of ruining the bit. But it didn't it didn't happen. What was going through your mind there? Well, I'll tell you what was going. Well, first of all, it clearly when the the fire continued, I did not <laughs> notice that it was so blazing <laughs> because I was focused on the camera and the show. But you know this, Sal, and nobody else really knows this. But on July fourth, I was making hamburgers. Oh yeah, and I had a little propane explosion on my grill, and I burned <laughs> off one of my eyebrows and a good <laughs> chunk of my beard, and most of the hair in the front and <laughs> side of my face. So. <laughs> <laughs> I it almost came full circle because when that happened, I was like, oh, boy, I hope I have enough time. I've never lost an eyebrow before. I hope eyebrows. I mean, like, Dave, you could grow eyebrows overnight. Like, you yeah. know, you go sleep with no eyebrows. You wake up burnt, you know, but I have to me, tend to these like three times a day to keep them looking like this. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know. And I and I really just barely got all my hair back like last week. And <laughs> And then all of a sudden there's a fire in my face. So that would have been bad. But uh, I like it when things go wrong. I don't necessarily want the place to burn down, but yeah. it was a fun, uh, spontaneous moment, which are hard to come by on shows like these. Absolutely. You know, nothing would have been more 2020 than you and Aniston burning down the Staples Center, <laughs> oh I God. think. And, right. That, that was true. Perfect. Good yeah, PSA for the wildfire. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, yeah, I loved it. I, I loved, you know, I, Jimmy, I know you like the glitz and glamour of the Emmys, but I kind of oh. liked how it was. How it was with the, uh, I personally, what I missed was eating everyone's pretzel roll at the governor's ball. I, I usually consume uh, 13 or 15 of those, but um, yeah, there was, there was no governor's ball afterwards, which we were all actually, as we left, very happy about that. <laughs> you know, take a million pictures at the governor's ball. And yeah. then, um, also, but this is what you would not have liked because of the COVID restrictions. There were no snacks allowed. Like if we did have a snack, it would be destroyed almost immediately. And they, they would not let us have any kind of snacks. So we're in this room basically with just water for all, all day long. You know, of course we had lunch, but there's yes. nothing allowed for these COVID rules are, are still to be figured out. I don't know how Doritos would put you in danger, but apparently <laughs> they didn't they even let you have like a pack of fruit snacks or something. I'm thinking of like those little Charlotte, gummies would be we, fine. Of course they let us have fruit snacks. Don't be <laughs> Everybody needs fruit snacks. Come on. <laughs> the trade-off though, Jimmy, is that you didn't have to deal with our uh, manager slash agent, James baby doll Dixon, who is still terrified to jump on a plane and, and come out West. So that must yeah. have been nice to not have to. Yeah, do that. that was that did make it easier. Most people, when their their agent shows up, it, the agent kind of helps them uh, handle things. Mine um, forces celebrities to take pictures with him <laughs> and leaves to disappears to smoke for an hour and twenty five minutes at a time. <laughs> hey, did Jimmy, you? Hear? I have a question. Oh, please, Charlotte. Oh, 
Sorry, Dave. No, I just whose whose acceptance speech surprised you the most or which which Zoom experience did you think was kind of the most interesting or that you weren't expecting? Oh, I wasn't paying attention to any of them, um, but uh, no. <laughs> good, good, good. You know, you know, it was really fun to watch. And um, I wish everyone had been able to see this. But while, the, you know, the speeches were good and, you know, some were better than others. But um, while there was a kid that jumped off the couch, I don't know if you noticed that at one point, no. which was funny. But while the winners were talking, the people who didn't win were still on camera. And so there were people like, like, I don't know, behaving normally in their home, which looks weird. Like, uh, I won't say who, but a couple was really kind of making out. <laughs> what? Very strange. Yeah. It wasn't Jerry. After Jer losing an Emmy, they just started making out. Yeah, it was like a consolation kind of thing, but they were really like kiss. It wasn't like, it was a little more than just just kind of um sweet it was a little bit they, like it probably continued after after they cut the was it jeremy irons just tell us <laughs> i did love that was a bizarre timing thing where like you would actually hear the doorbell in the background like i won mom i won and then they would walk the emmy in it was it was really uh Distinct, I mean, unique. I don't think we'll ever see something like that again, although you know I'd sign off on doing it again that way forever. You know what I meant? I, I, something that I, I would do uh, over again if I, if I could is uh, have the phone phone numbers ready for those winners I know so I could call them during the middle of the Because <laughs> that did happen. Yeah. And you're always like, well, let's go, who of their friends is calling them while they're you know, in the middle of the speech? But I do think it would be hilarious for those people that I know to pick up the phone and see that it's me and and put two and two together. Because <laughs> they would probably answer thinking it was like maybe that we couldn't hear them or something like that. Right. And or they I weren't supposed to win. It was a mistake. Yeah. yeah. Or, yeah, that happens, too. <laughs> uh, I, you know, it's funny. We, I've been with you for all of these that you've hosted and we're backstage. And while we dread seeing normally the president tweet on a, on a regular basis, this is the one time you're like, you're just waiting for it, right? You want him to, you want him yeah. to attack anything you say, and uh, you're prepared to go back at him. And we're kind of just waiting for like a, like a, a jealous ex uh, boyfriend waiting for a girl to call or something. I don't know. I and know it, it, it is funny. Just the doesn't one time happen. He, yeah. he shows restraint is, right. is during these award shows. I think he just. You know what? I don't think he. They talk about him enough for him to really watch. Like he'll get a report the next day, but he likes shows that are a hundred percent about him. Right. He's not gonna. If you know, let's say the show that he gets mentioned like six or seven times throughout a three-hour show. That is not nearly enough for him when That's he could true. be watching Fox News with his pants down. But did you, <laughs> But did you? I was curious if you might get a call from Hugh Jackman and his handlers after the show because I, I don't mind telling. I'm not here to critique in uh, 2020 hindsight yet, but when you did the, the bit about, um, oh, now we know who would win in a fight between Wolverine and the Hulk, Hugh Jackman's eyes popped open. Oh, did I... Oh, I feel set up by Kimmel now. Did you, oh. did you get any pushback? Uh, no. In fact, he tweeted something nice about ah. me. Uh, it was nice. Yeah. So, Who? no, the Wolverine was not mad. No. Okay, good. Who would win in a fight between the Hulk and Superman? Well, 
I mean, you just if you really boil it down, it has to be Superman every single time Mm -hmm. because, you know, Superman, first of all, could just fly away from the Hulk. I know the Hulk (laughs) can jump high, but there's a limit to that. Superman also is bulletproof. I don't the Hulk. That's not really. I think he is. I think the Hulk is indestructible, too. That's that's where it gets interesting. Is they're equally indestructible? I don't think the Hulk is equally indestructible. And I also think people forget Superman's got laser vision. He could blind the Hulk, Mm -hmm. you know, with a moment's notice. Superman has ice breath. Superman's, you know, I hate to pick Superman. I'm not a big DC Comics fan, but they gave him too many powers out of the gate. It's a, it's well, like taking the Dallas Cowboys as America's team. Of course, oh, they're, they're, of course, they're supposed to win well, that, that, because that's, it's right. Yeah, that's a, the, a, to be, you're a fr- you're being a front runner when you ch- take Superman because of course Superman is has all the attributes. He's superhuman. <laughs> he's made out of steel, and his greatest foe is a is a bald, smart old guy. Now, of course, he's going to win every time. What he should do is take the Hulk by his toe, drag him out into deep space, and just leave him there. Then what's the Hulk going to do? Nothing. Right. Exactly. I did. I did. To be fair, Jimmy, completely forget that Superman had had laser vision. People do forget that. I think Superman himself even forgets it sometimes. <laughs> he could use it more if he remembered. He's got X-ray vision. He's got laser vision. It, it doesn't make sense. He's got too many powers. What ruined it for me, the one power that he didn't need, and it was at the end of the second movie when he can fly backward and just reverse time. It's like, all right, it's all over now. It doesn't matter <laughs> if anyone dies or anything happens because he could he can go back in time, much like uh, Marty McFly. Yeah. And, and But you and remember there were consequences when it happened mm-hmm. because right. the- Prison mm-hmm. broke open. Yeah. Now that would, we'd have to assume that there are that his father imprisoned many, many supervillains um, in the similar way, and that it, that could happen again. But once it happened, it seems like yeah, from now on he could spin that world, right? No problem. Yeah, all Zod right. and company stuck in that piece of glass for all of time, except that Superman did that very quickly. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel, as we head in here to the final stretch, the last quarter in the race for fruit of the year, the Shecky award, the granddaddy of them all. What are your fruit standings right now? What's jumped out at you? Um, well, okay. I'm going to throw a weird one at you. All right. And this is based mostly on personal experience right now. The tomato technically a fruit. Wow. The cherry tomatoes that I am growing in my yard right now uh, will rival any fruit that you've had any traditional fruit you've had this year and don't put that puss on your face it's on and take the puss off your face to the tomato right now if i have to choose between eating any kind of anything from the ground that's what i'm going with really can we hang up i want to finally pay off the revenge when he hung up on me because i asked him a steve gardy a steve garvey related question he he hung the telephone He hung the phone up on me. Hang up this call. It's, it's done with. No, 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 no. I've got your back on this, Jimmy. I We've been growing some unbelievable cherry tomatoes. And nice. they're, you know, people are like, oh, a tomato is not really a fruit. And you're like, OK, first of all, it is. It's a fruit. Like, that's what it is. It's a fruit. Also, a good cherry tomato, like really sweet right off the vine. I'm I don't know what's better. I don't know what's better. 
I'm with you. I can had to I give just, up tomatoes at one point, and it was one of the worst things that ever happened to me. Can, can, I, can I just say, for someone who poo-poos the idea that Dallas is America's team because it's too easy and Superman is the greatest superhero because it's too easy, Dave every year picks the apple as fruit of the year. Every, almost probably 10 out of the last 13 years has been the apple. Maybe there's a different variation can of I, the apple. Can I make an it, important it, it announcement right now? That I've been sure. contemplating, I, and I and I, I was waiting for the right forum to uh, right. to announce it. The Apple, collectively, all its varietals have so far exceeded all the other fruits and put them to shame. I have decided to give the Apple its own category this year. I'm going to choose the best Apple varietal as a Shecky Award, and then let all the other fruits stand on their own. So, so the apple becomes like Oprah, where it removes right. itself from the competition <laughs> right. because it's so far above everyone else. Exactly. Right. Exactly. I would I would argue, and again, and I I don't know how many times we're going to talk about this over the course of our lives. Probably another <laughs> six hundred more. Yes. That the apple isn't even the best fruit with the word apple in its name. Oh. That's the pineapple. The pineapple is superior to the apple in every way, other than delivering it to your mouth. I'll give I'll give know. pineapple like, every consideration for fruit of the year this year. I like grape apples. Grape yeah, apples another. are good. There I mean, go. I'm sure there are others. I just can't think of Well, right I mean, now. you're giving credit to the pineapple. It's the best. It has the word apple in it. We know, obviously, that uh, the namers of fruit at the, uh, at, at the lab there are very lazy people. After all, there is a fruit called a grape, and yet that did not prevent somebody from an out, what what are we gonna call this big orange uh, orb? What are we gonna call? <laughs> Let's call it. I don't. How about a grapefruit? No, we already have a fruit named grape. We cannot, and it looks nothing like that giant orange thing. Like ah, well, what's done is done. No reversing it now. It's a ridiculous. Now, I'm not gonna give pineapple credit because of its name. <laughs> This is unbelievable. How did you not cover this in the Emmys, Jimmy? I know you maybe run out of time eventually, but if it had gone a fourth hour, this is what it would have been about. <laughs> you are back in the studio. Um, I want to ask no, you. Oh, I'm in bed. Oh, you. Oh, 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 it looked like the studio yeah. to me. Um, you've, uh, of course, uh, performed in front of a packed house or or, or your regular audience at uh right there on hollywood boulevard then you did the pandemic monologues from your own home in front of no audience and now you're doing it you have staffers in the audience um right now this is uh i think there's a lot of pressure on these people i know these people i want to know who is how many are there are there 20 or fewer or they it sounds uh, like there's a lot fewer than 20 mm -hmm. um the, as far as pressure goes um yeah, you'd think that. I think they're a good good chunk of them. No laughter comes out of them whatsoever. <laughs> uh, we're, and don't and I'm watching them, believe me. But it's kind of like <laughs> it's kind of like rehearsal in a way, except right. for I'm wearing a suit. It's like, you know, we come out of rehearsal and we screw around. Right. Uh, people tend to laugh at the inside jokes more than anything because right. They're on the inside. So last night we did a, a bit, a hidden camera bit, where we uh, tricked the staff as far as the COVID safety measures go. We made mm -hmm. them do all sorts of things. And uh, Guillermo got really mad that he was being like run through the ringer. <laughs> and, um, and that got a lot of laughs because it was they were laughing at themselves right, uh, and, and each other. But um, the rest of the stuff, 
is uh, <laughs> it's it's a, it's a challenge. Who is the best laugher? We don't want to uh, call out the negative. Who's the best laugher? That I'm going to have to say having? my wife Molly is the best laugher. Oh, good. All right, good. Um, because she knows that she she has to drive home with me and. I'm always a head writer of the show. Yeah, that's great. All right. Um, real quick, Jimmy. Now you have done a lot to kickstart many, many careers. Probably everyone here, right? You know, I, maybe not Charlotte. I bet I can make a connection for how Jimmy has kickstarted Charlotte's career. Obviously, mine, Dave's, Charlotte. Yeah, how what's can we mine? do this? I don't know. Well, all right. I, how I'm, about still, I'm, I'm planning to get you out of there, Charlotte. <laughs> I'm like, hel- I'm like blinking. I'm like, help. Good me, luck. Jimmy. Hey, no, we're already this. connected on tomatoes. Yeah, where was the, the rest is easy from here on. <laughs> Eric out. Shanks, Eric Shanks, now the boss of Fox Sports, um, made a name for himself selling ads on Jimmy's pregame show. Now, like I said, he runs Fox Sports and came up with Fox Digital, which uh, Charlotte is a star on now. So there you go. Jimmy uh, Jimmy helped Charlotte there get to where go, she Charlotte. is now. Yeah. Thank you, Jimmy, uh, for, for my welcome. stardom. Anyway, <laughs> that, those, that was the beginning of the question. You've kickstarted all these careers. Which one do you regret most? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say mine because it's too recent. No, you can say oh, everyone's up there. Well, okay. <laughs> um, you don't have to answer. It is more just to, to get a laugh at it. No, but but there. Okay, I know what you're thinking, but that's not right. Um, <laughs> what I'm thinking was I'm thinking is the peep is a there are a couple people who had a real fleeting taste of fame that now don't have it, and it always makes me kind of feel bad. Uh. That you know what I mean? Like, you know, because it's exciting when it happens and then it becomes oh, less I think exciting. I know they never about. got to that point where it becomes less exciting. George they Clooney? Just some of it and then it went away. What's that, Dave? George Clooney, your first no, guest no. ever? <laughs> That's right. He was the first guest. Uh, he had so much promise. It's too bad. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that said, Adam Carolla bet on Johnny Weir at four to one to win Dancing with the Stars. Are you doing that this year? I know we're a couple weeks behind. You usually pick a winner. You've been very successful on it. Uh, it, the the pick resides in Guillermo's mouth, and then he pulls it out and reads it to uh, everybody. Uh, no, I totally forgot about betting on it. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know why. It's the first time I forgot about it. Um, I should do that. I, it's not too late. Right? No, I don't we think so. On that. No, it didn't. We got to get up. on that. Yeah, yeah, let's let's do it. Adam because we Johnny Weir. That's a good pick. He went crazy. He's been on dancing it. well. He, he bet He's a lot of money on real it. Real well. He, yeah, he has. How right? much? How much did he bet on it? Uh, well, I, I think you know this is not anything he could do uh, through Fanduel, of course, our friend. I see. But, I see. but he okay. had uh, he has he has uh, you know about a one seven hundredth of a classic car on it. He's got a tire on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say one Dancing with the Stars rant real yeah, quick? Sure. Yeah. Carol Baskin using this as like her rehabbing her image and having a whole sob story about Tiger King. I am I am over it. That's all. That's, That's it. All. I just had. I just, I mean, I could go on, but if I start, then I'll never stop, and nobody wants that. You uh, feel like killing her? Because I know <laughs> a guy will play you. You I want to kill no, but, but I do know that if you do that, you need a septic system to, That's to put right. them in. That's right. I like couching it as, method. I like it couching it as over the last seven months, she she now has to rehab. Her, she was never habbed in the first place. <laughs> it, 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 it. That's why it's garbage. That's why I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> she was never oh, habbed. She isn't going to last. I mean, those those novelty picks, mm-hmm. they rarely make it past week three. Right. All right. Well, Jimmy, let's look into that and see who we want to pick. And with yeah. it, keeping in mind that Corolla has Johnny Weir, who has, seems to be the favorite, but we know how his, his bets uh, normally go south. So, Oh, right. He may have cursed Johnny. Right. Okay. I yeah. got you. Yeah. Okay. All right. Jimmy, uh, tonight, 1135, you're back. Everyone's wearing masks and uh, yep. you're doing the show. Yeah. I mean, I'm not wearing a mask and Guillermo's yeah. not wearing a mask, but everyone else in our vicinity is wearing a mask. Excellent. That's pe- the key. If you can get everyone else in the world to wear a mask, you don't have to wear one. <laughs> That's true. That's what Trump, Trump has figured out. And he doesn't want to, he really just doesn't want to cop to. He's like, well, we need a mask for. I got all you in the mask. <laughs> exactly. I That's will a- say, you, you, if you want to know, there's a big competition on your staff as to who gets to stay in zone A and zone B. And then there's a yeah. zone A that gets to be even closer to you. And there's already a little jealousy. Like people should just be happy that they're able to interact and go back to work. But no, it's a battle of zone A's right now. Just, they just should not have scenes. given it letters because immediately ABC indicates that A is the best and yeah. C is the worst. Right. And they should have given it colors or something like that because uh, yes. I know this is how it works at, at our show. Everything becomes a problem. Yes. It, it should be Cowboy Zone, Patriot Zone, Steeler <laughs> Zone, and let people figure it out from there. Tomato Zone, Apple Zone. There you Superman go. Superman Zone, Hulk Zone. I just know <laughs> that I'm vain enough that I would be, I would throw health aside in favor of the last, I would not want the staffers in the audience wearing masks as it might further mute their laughter and i would you know say, please what? take that thing off that is a problem but they are wearing them and in face <laughs> shields as well so it's not conducive now that i think about it maybe that's why i don't hear anybody laugh. <laughs> tell oh, yourself that that's helpful myself. what a crazy yeah. what a crazy life we have all right jimmy thanks so much uh for coming on i bought I, I would consider having you back this this was very successful yes. well let me know uh my team is standing by and uh anytime you need me i'm right here in bed excellent thanks jimmy appreciate Bye, it thanks, jimmy <laughs> See ya. He's a good guy. Jimmy Kimmel. There you go. 1135 tonight and every weeknight on ABC. Um, Do we settle anything? America's team? No, no. I think we're still arguing about fruit and superheroes and stuff like that. He got he got the like, journey, not the destination. Sal. That's true. You're he right. did pretty well. I think he got like 57, 58 percent of my questions. Correct. So. <laughs> All right. Let's go to NFL real quick. Uh, we're going to have our extra points for extra pay parlay on Friday. We hit it uh, week one. We cost the company FanDuel over a million dollars. Um, week two, we laid back a little because we don't want to, you know, we don't want to get fired. And we went over three. Um, so like we kind of won both weeks. We did exactly what we wanted to do both weeks. Week three's coming to uh, Friday, our next show. Thursday night, though, Miami at Jacksonville. Jacksonville minus three, 47 and a half. This game is in Florida. I expect there to be uh, a full crowd, right? And maybe even open up another stadium to watch on closed circuit television. I don't know how it works, Dave, but I know Florida, they're uh, very excited about having people uh, congregate. I I know it's the lamest joke going right now, but for real, somebody is going to look at the game and be like, oh, there aren't that many people there. Oh, because because of COVID restrictions. Like, no, it's the Dolphins and the Jaguars who would put mm. who'd go out of their way to go and see that one live. You know, I right. really what a bum game. What? A, and the, no, I think that. Sorry, I just think that more people would be likely to go to that for some reason. Hmm. I don't know. I It just it, it feels like such a it's Florida, a, 
a sad, yeah. funny Florida novelty that yeah. people would be like, why not risk it? Well, now there's a storyline, the mustache versus the beard. Uh, mm. Fitzpatrick, quarterback for the Dolphins, he claimed that beards are cooler than mustaches. Uh, and then Gardner Minshew, everyone's favorite, Minshew Mania, he has a great mustache, similar to uh, Jim Cunningham's. Uh, he says, well, I'll respect my elders, uh, and uh, he's uh, much my elder. I botched whatever comment it is. He took a shot at Fitzpatrick for being older, <clears throat> but also defended the mustache over the beard. Charlotte, I would say beard over mustache. Mustaches are looking weird lately on a lot of people. I'd say beard, but you know who ruined it for me with beards? Your freaking Red Sox of uh, how many uh, years the ago? The Dirt Dogs. Yeah, I don't mm. like it. Mm. Man, like it like 15 years ago. So now I'm now I'm against facial hair altogether. What about you? Okay, well, uh, interesting stance uh, to take. <laughs> I appreciate that. Of course. Uh, I'm still, I'm still team mustache. I really? think there's something. I think there's something funnier inherently about a mustache, and I think that if done well, it can also be kind of sexy. So I don't mm. know. I feel like that's better than the Fitzpatrick beard. I'm out on. I'm like, I think that's gross. Get that off of your face. I hate it. I mm. feel like a mother being like, Why don't you shave? You should shave. You had such a great face. He's so handsome. <laughs> we can't see it. What? That's. I guess it's not Char, but. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm team. I'm team mustache. I'm also team Minshew, though. So I think I'm biased. I don't think I'm being very pure about this, to be honest. But in general, you talked about one's sexier than the other. Isn't a guy with a mustache less trustworthy overall? I don't know. Uh, He's a bad boy, Sal. Haven't you heard that? That's a, that's think, a good thing. I, I think guess. someone with a mustache probably has a sense of humor, which I appreciate. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm viewing. <laughs> that's exactly what happens. De different. See. Charlotte resides on the cutting edge, Sal. You know, <laughs> a, the mustache is now hip. And five years ago, a big bushy beard was hip. And, you know, both things, though, I, I caution everyone within the sound of my voice. If you devote too much time to, to cultivating an identity built around your beard or mustache, at the expense of having an actual personality, it will be diminishing returns. And I see many people suffer from this plague. I hope Jim Cunningham is covering his ears right now. That's all I'm saying. I don't think, I don't think that must have, well, maybe I am, maybe I am a victim of, of current trends, Dave. I might have to, I never say that you're right because- it's it's a point of pride and a bit now, but I think you're right. I, I got think you. I got. I got. I think, you. I, got. <laughs> I think that the, it's funny. It's uh, the mustache is popular about every forty years. Errol Flynn, then it goes away. Then it comes back with Tom Selleck <laughs> and uh, and Burt Reynolds. Oh, then it goes away. Tom Selleck. Yeah. Sorry, I love Tom. I love oh, Tom you love Selleck. Tom Selleck. I thought we were down on him. And yeah, you can get some Fu Manchu work in there, Snake Stabler and beyond. And now. It'll live for another six months to a year. The mustache will be in vogue, and then it'll go away until, uh, I guess, what, uh, 2060 ish. Good. But then, the, but the world will have ended by then, so we don't. That's have to worry true. About it. That's true. Um, speaking of the world ending, a lot of coaches out there getting fined for not wearing masks. Yeah, for not. Uh, and it's a lot of money. It's a hundred grand per coach. Both coaches in the Monday night game. Uh, Shanahan was, I, I named them all Karens, Karen Shanahan, Karen Carroll, uh, now, <laughs> Karen Payton, all these people. Karen Gruden is hilarious. Karen Gruden, <laughs> Karen Gruden got dinged for a hundred grand. Um, <laughs> my, 
I don't know if this is necessary. I do know that the league is secretly worried about coaches because they're older and God forbid Andy Reid, something bad would happen to him. And then you have to consider, oh boy, do we go forward with this season? They're less concerned about the players in this regard. Obviously, they're letting them bang heads in the middle of the field without masks, but they really want the coaches to stick to the protocol because of this reason. I think my problem with it is this is a lot of money all of a sudden. This is now... We're close to a million dollars. Where does this go? Does this go towards vending machines in the locker rooms or something? Or can <laughs> we put it towards uh, developing a vaccine? I don't I don't know that it it ever goes to a good place, but it does. It is at some point it's ridiculous that millions of dollars are racked up and we don't know where this money goes. Right. Yeah. Roger Goodell, uh, surf and turf and uh, yeah. and more turf. I, I can afford it now all of a sudden. Yeah. I mean, listen, I, the. We Some people that are high profile in our nation aren't wearing the masks and people are confused, but I can't get what do I, it's a symbol. You Yes, these these are people who Americans will look at. We, we're a dumb society. We don't have the ability to make a difference between, well, how come they're allowed and they're not allowed? That's why everybody must wear it to perpetuate that message. Sorry, that's mm-hmm. a soapbox, but that's but that's the message. I, John Gruden's not getting in all likelihood is not getting it because he's tested constantly, but the purpose is greater than just John Gruden on the sideline. I agree. I think that it's all about optics. It's about showing people like no matter who you are, you got to wear the mask. You got it. It's your civic duty. The one thing I, I will say, though, not in defense of these coaches, but I could see myself like a lot of it is lip reading, right? If you're trying to yell at your at your guys on the field and you are also used to having such direct communication and the whole point of your job is to have direct communication, anything that hinders that I can see I could see myself just like ripping it off right. and being like, screw it. We're all getting tested. If these guys don't have it, I probably don't have it. And I get that thought process, but it really does come come down to it's it's bigger than you in this current moment. And if what you have to do in order to be able to play football and responsibly exist out there on television is wear a mask, then like you have to do it. You just have to do it. Yeah. It sucks, but you have to do it. Jimmy's audience right now, whose sole purpose is to laugh, has to wear a mask. So I think, yeah, if, uh, if we're going to go by that, the coaches could wear them too. I'm just concerned about the money. I, I think, like, <laughs> I think I'm with some, you about that. Completely. At some point, if it's five and a half million dollars, like, all right, let's figure I saw out someone tweet goes. that it should go to charity, like feeding America or something. And yeah. I would be down with that, but I don't know where it's going. I they, don't know where they should going. make a bigger deal out of where this money's going versus yeah. um, how much they're, I don't know. And what's a second fine, like 500,000. I don't even know how they're going to do this. All right. Hey, extra points is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. By now you've probably heard FanDuel Sportsbook's world-class betting app is available. FanDuel makes it easy to find and place your bets. Got some of the best odds you'll find anywhere. Fun bet types. It's the only place where you can play same game, parlay NFL bets this season. And when you win, they even get you your winnings in as little as 24 hours. Lots of reasons to try FanDuel Sportsbook. Here's a few more right now. New users can place their first bet on FanDuel Sportsbook risk-free and get up to $1,000 back in site credit if you don't win. No strings attached. Just place any bet you want. You win, you keep cash. If you lose, you'll get your entire bet up to $1,000 back in site credit. Who knows? You might go beard. You might go mustache this Thursday. I would stay away from this Thursday game. I don't know why. Two weeks ago, I thought Jacksonville was going to be have the worst record out of any team, and now they're favored on a Thursday night. So who knows? 
Um, FanDuel also has their double up promotion available to all customers. And which team you're planning to bet on, this is what you do. Football double up. Place a pregame money line wager. If your team scores 35 or more points, you double your winnings. Max bonus $50. Lots of good options there. Cowboys, Seahawks could be high scoring. Obviously, Ravens, Chiefs could be high scoring. NBA final basket bonus. Uh, place a money line wage in the last score of the game is a three pointer. You double your winnings there. Max $50 credit. And there's still some hockey games left. Place a money line wager. Your team scores five or more goals, either the stars or the lightning. You double your winnings. Just start betting by downloading the FanDuel Sportsbook app and be sure to sign up with promo code extra points. So they know we sent you that's FanDuel Sportsbook promo code extra points. Um, moving to the NBA. Charlotte, you're not out of the woods yet. You still have your no. Patriots, which are fun. And now this Boston team, who is not favored to win the series, but they're favored to win game four. They play the Heat, obviously. Three-point favorite. 212 is the over-under. They won game three. Gordon Hayward is he the difference. Numbers-wise, you wouldn't think he made too much of a difference, but just if you watch the game, it passes the eye test. Talk about a mustachioed hero, Gordon Hayward. Are you excited for a repeat performance? I'm really nervous. I'm mm. really, really nervous. These guys are, this has been, I I think the end of the um, Toronto series and this series have been just absolutely nerve wracking. Like I, I love the basketball and it's been fun basketball, but I haven't had fun watching it because I've been so nervous. I have no idea what to expect. I do think, yes, I think I would take the Celtics. I feel like they've got some fire under them now. I think having Hayward, as I said on Monday, if it's not the difference statistically or from a pure um, sort of what plays are you going to run perspective, I think it is mentally. I think it is team chemistry wise. They needed something else. So I feel good about tonight. But then after that, I just don't know you guys. I mean, I'm going to have <laughs> I'm going to have a come apart. Friday is going to be a tough day for me, I think. There's a lot. And uh, there's yeah, like you said, it's, it's tonight. There's a bunch of mind bending game like they they're I think they've had the lead at halftime nine of the last 11 games but then they blow leads they have four yeah, blown like, double digit leads you it's, say that and I get a stomach ache I know well that's the that's the goal here I want everyone to get a stomach <laughs> ache from this podcast. yeah their rotation uh, is practically one player deeper now that's the value yeah. that you get of uh of plugging somebody in there a rotation guy right. like that I'm gonna stick with the with the Celts here although the the heat are a lot of fun to watch as are the Nuggets. That's my recurring theme, mm -hmm. too. Yes, of yeah. course, you want the Lakers getting to the final for the brand and seeing them play the Celtics. And that's how you interrupt the NFL dominance if you're the NBA is getting that classic matchup there. The problem is Jamal Murray and uh, the Joker and company are more fun to watch. They're just such a delightful team. It's hard to root against them. They kind of are. You can make the argument they could be up two to one with the crazy Anthony Davis shot yep. at the end of game uh, two, right? Um, but yes, you're right. And Jokic, it, it, Jokic, it's fun with him because it makes me think I could play the game. That's right. It really does. Right. He's 284 pounds. I'm almost there. Seven foot. I'll work on that. But it's just fun. It's like this is a You've got a, time. I got some time. It's like a carnival He's act going through and dominating the game. It's fun. They were they were almost a two to one underdog. According to FanDuel yesterday, they won. They're back in the series. And all of a sudden we have two series that are fun going into the weekend and uh, early next week. 
Yeah, but Jokic really is bosomy for a professional yeah. athlete. I think um, it's. I mean, but the but the 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 buckets that Murray was making down the stretch. I'm, I'm talking about yeah. the three specifically. Yeah. It really is. I know I, I, I've said this before and I'll say it again now. It's kind of the Odell one-handed catch thing. Nobody ever did it. And then he does it. And now you see it three times a weekend. And now, you know, Steph Curry starts shooting the ball. Forget 24. He starts shooting it from 33 feet. Now everybody just launches them. Not out of desperation. It's just like, yeah, I'm going to, of course. Yeah. 35 feet close enough. And they make it. It's crazy. Right. Yeah. Lots of good basketball ahead. Like I said, tonight, Celtics 3, 212. I like the Celtics too. Charlotte, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. That might be the kiss of death, but I like the Charlotte. Uh, we'll Celtics. find out. At this point, it's it's all of us. That's right. We it, can't have nice things in 2020. No, we're done with that. Uh, but I will say, yeah, speaking of, we lost another one, Dave. Um, Gal Sayers, right? Uh, yeah, Chicago really. Chicago Bears, legendary kick returner, punt returner, running back. Really special player. Our, uh, we like to, uh, you, me, um, the sports guy, rest in peace. And, uh, hench, <laughs> we like to, we like to talk about these things. And, and those two Boston guys like to puff their chests out for Bobby Orr. Neither, neither guy has ever seen Bobby Orr play. So how they can properly assess where he ranks in, in mm-hmm. their greatest player ever kind of stuff. They also do big on Jim Brown too. A, another player they never saw. Gail Sayers. I didn't see play, um, a full game, but I have seen his high highlight reel, a ton. And I say um, he might have the greatest pro football career highlight film mm. of all time. With all due respect, let go ahead. Weigh in here. Well, give me your win play show. Oh, I'll, go, I'll, I'll go Gail number one. And mm-hmm. I think I might go. I might go Lawrence Taylor number two. Yeah. And I, th- I and then Barry so. Sanders three. Well, the thing with Gail Sayers is there were no cameras back then. They, uh, what's his name? Zapruda had the only camera in existence and he would lend it, you know, when he wasn't, when he wasn't recording assassinations, he would lend it to the bears. And that's what happened. I didn't know. Oh, that explains Yes, that's exactly how it happened. So who knows that the highlight reel could have been even vast, you know, been more to it. Um, uh, I don't want to say Barry Sanders. I do think Lawrence Taylor number three i'll say gail sayers too and oj i think oj number one i mean did you see how fast that bronco was going down the road oh sometimes not 80 90 that's not a highlight i'm sorry <laughs> very funny I in those naked new... gun movies too so that counts absolutely as a highlight reel <laughs> i did i did that was the first time i ever saw oj simpson was in the naked gun was movies, it really tells you a little something about me uh i also do want a ford recently redid the broncos those things look sweet you know, they I did it. Like they they came out with it on OJ's birthday. They didn't mean to. But did they, they really? But they also oh didn't God. change it when it was brought to their attention. They could have moved it a day. I don't know. Is there is there a big gathering uh, anymore for these um, uh, unveilings? So they could have changed it. They didn't. Uh, it was on OJ's <laughs> wow. birthday. The new one. I didn't see the new one. It does look, but does it? Isn't it supposed oh, to cool. be? But it's supposed to be a retro. Ver- it's supposed to be. Uh, yeah, but you know me. I like mustaches and like 90s outfits well, and like bands from the 80s. So whatever. Th- now I do know you. There you go. Uh, <laughs> what would Charlotte-, Charlotte be like? It's a fascinating thing when people do that kind of yeah. like would Charlotte love 1981 because all the like, things no. she loves, but she wouldn't. She would. Right. She would like. No, no, no. I like the aesthetic. I am very glad to be a woman 
born when I was. Right. Because... I mean, yeah, right. All the pop culture and the look and everything else you would feel like, the, the I'm look at home great, here. Right. But like the civil rights are better. So. Yes, I got you on that. Yeah. Interesting. Wonder would you wear like scrunchy, um, uh, what did they call leg warmers to um... I have a pair of slippers that like basically are that and I wear scrunchies. <laughs> I mean, it's really Dave, it's like a little troublesome. But I, it's can I say quickly, I I for, I can't believe Lynn Swan, of course, has to be on my winner stand. Uh, and the most forgotten guy is John Jefferson. He has the all time. If you don't know who John Jefferson is, look up his Chargers highlights from right around uh Charlotte's wheelhouse, 1980, 1981. Charlotte, who would you <laughs> throw really out there? Who who is your favorite highlight reel guy? I don't know because I haven't wa- honestly I haven't watched enough highlight she, she reels. She just from... met OJ and Naked Gun. Give her a minute. <laughs> no, <laughs> from be- from before, you know, I I don't know. Can I can I think about it and can I yeah, can you come can. back to me? <laughs> I mean, your guy your guy is pretty good there. Uh Tampa is has, has yeah, a, a, a ni- nice little reel. Yeah, but my answer's going to be boring. No. Yeah, well, so, so, Edelman so, Edelman over. Yeah, I was going to say my my yeah. answer would be like Edelman Tom okay. yeah. and then like Dave's answer was boring too. It's fine. Matt Castle. Yeah. So yeah. I know. <laughs> I deep dove into John Jefferson. How much better can you do than that? That's pretty what is good. that? Three plays? What how, how many plays out of John Jefferson? He I made it. Know. He made enough. That's all right. it. Dave's Gardner got Minshew. The cran apple. The okay, we get it all. Uh all right. I think that was a good show. Maybe our best. I don't know why. I think we nailed it. I don't know what made it better, but uh, <laughs> no. Um, I didn't yawn. Oh, yeah. You didn't yawn the whole time. That's special. Charlotte, what do you got going on? A uh, new episode of the People's Sports Podcast comes out tomorrow with me and Mark Titus. Um, I've got a uh, fan optimism index about not what team is best, but what team, what fan bases should be most hopeful and what fan bases should be least hopeful. Oh, um, which was kind of fun to put together. I've got uh, my NFL recap for week two came out yesterday. Nice. Um, you know, just kind of cranking out the content and follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the wilder things. Uh, that's where you can find it all. Folks. There you go. All right. Dave, um, I'm going to go try a cherry tomato today. See how that goes. And um, <laughs> in the meantime, I encourage you, Nate, the man, go check out um, minus three. Well, that's upcoming um, tomorrow with Jeff Schwartz. Of course, we'll get you ready for mm-hmm. week three with uh, with all your best plays there. I'm very worried about this Texans at Steelers game. A desperate Houston team will be on the banks of the three rivers. We'll weigh in on that one. There's a new Daves of Thunder out there for you. And against all odds, love the MVP conversation and some really weird um, values out there, in my opinion, that you still see with the MVP chase on FanDuel. Check it out that Carson Wentz is still plus 500. Mitch Trubisky is plus 1,000. And Kyler Murray is plus 1,300. What? Makes no sense. No, Wentz can't be 500. He's 50 to 1, right? Is he? Well, I got to look it back up. Oh, he can't be 5 to 1. Yeah. No, like Mahomes and Jackson are 5 to 1. Russell, hustle and bustle, man muscle is like plus 270. And uh, and then uh, like Rogers is eleven, and you're right. Murray is thirteen. Oh, Carson, yeah, right, right, right. I'm sorry. Yeah, I got it. Yes, Went you're right. Tri- yeah, no, that. But that's still, a fun it's crazy. One. Trubisky is, is double uh, Carson Wentz, who's been the the highest, the high profile stinker so far. Two weeks in, people love the Bears. He was one of uh, Gail Saver, uh, <laughs> Saver's very favorites, Mitch Trubisky. Yes, check out minus three. Uh, we'll have a new laugh lines with Rachel Benetta today. And uh, later in the week, uh, minus three, like I said, the lemon pepper parlay club, of course, 
and uh, Jerry and Jen on Waiver Wired will give their fantasy picks for the weekend. So that's fun. And you could go to extrapoints.com where against all odds, guys, the degenerate trifecta give free picks every single day. I'm Sal at the cousin Sal. And just a reminder, even though you may feel like an underdog, please remember you're all my favorites. Oh, nailed it. See you Friday. Especially you, Roma. (laughs) 